Welcome to Where I Long to Be, a magical trip report podcast. I am Virginia, and I am thrilled to be your host, your ghost host. Just kidding. I'm just a normal host. But today we are talking with Jessica Mesa from Martin Magical Travels, who has an upcoming Disneyland trip. And we do get to talking about the Haunted Mansion during this episode, so you can look forward to that. Before we get started, I do want to remind you that Jessica's post-trip report will be published the same day as this episode. So when you finish this, you can move directly into that one and hear how it all went. Photos from her trip will be posted on the podcast Instagram page. And while you're there, please go ahead and follow the page. I love chatting with people on that platform. And so please reach out. Let's get connected. Okay, it's time to dive into the heart of the episode. Here's Jessica. Hello, Jessica. Welcome to Where I Long to Be. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. It's nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you. Um, Can you tell me where you are right now? Where do you live? I am in a suburb of Denver known as Thornton, Colorado. Mm -hmm. And how long have you been in Colorado? I have lived here all my life. Um, I was originally born in Vail, which is a ski town, and we have lived in Thornton for the last 10 years. So do you ski? I assume you do. <laughs> uh, it's funny. We, I just saw a, like a meme on Instagram that says most natives don't ski or snowboard. I can. I know uh-huh. how, but it's not something that we do regularly. Um, it, the, especially in years, recent years, with the uh-huh. population influx, getting to a ski mountain is quite the chore. You know, there's one... I-70 is the highway to get to the mountains, and unless you want to spend four hours in the car for what would be a two-hour drive, we don't do it. So, (laughs) You know, I have often thought that it would be the coolest if Disney came up with a ski resort. Like how, so they, they make the water slides at Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach and they do like the, the aqua coasters. I'm imagining like a an inner tube type hill where they like design it like it's a little coaster or something. I don't know. And I can see you getting to sit there and have hot chocolate with Mickey and Minnie. And um, I don't know. I could not agree more. I read somewhere um, in one of those deep dive uh, Instagram accounts that there actually was a plan for a ski resort type um, Disney destination. But that was actually when Walt Disney was still alive. So it was completely squashed by the nature folks. um, So it never happened. But Mm. you're not the first one. That's actually been a thing. Come on. It would be so popular because it's it's just nice to have variety. And I've never been to Olani, but I'm itching to get out there. Have you been to Olani before? I have not. It is one of the destinations I can book. So I'm definitely going to be planning myself a trip soon, just for experience sake. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, no, I have not myself been there. Looks gorgeous. Yeah, it does. And I was in Hawaii for uh, my honeymoon, so I'm, I'm desperate to get back. But um, I mean, that was that was years ago. But yeah, so since you mentioned it, you are a travel planner who specializes in Disney. How did you get into that, and uh, what made you? What made you decide to do it? What do you love about it? So I am just recently a travel planner. Uh, I just joined up with the company I work with, which is Martin Magical Travel. 
um, in July. So I've always planned my own Disney trips. As most of us, I've gone to Disney my whole life, all of us Disney lovers. Um, and so it's always been something that I really enjoy doing for myself. But when I found out through one of their Instagram posts that I could actually help others, and um, it's, it's a side job for me, it was just so such an exciting concept. I love to talk about Disney all the time. And now I actually get the ability to do that. And it's okay, you know. <laughs> so um, I, I really love it. And I've helped a few families already just in the few short months. Um, one of, one of which was never has never been to Disney, and I just helped them plan a Disney World trip. And the mother's super experienced. She just got married in Epcot a few years ago, so you can imagine oh, wow. she she's big into Disney. She knows it all. Um, but I actually helped her, so it's it's been there's a huge variety of people, and um, I love it. The Disney community is so friendly. Um, it, the social media part of it, everyone is so nice. People that you talk with. There's not a lot of mean Disney people out there. So that's my number one thing that I love. No, the the mean Disney people are the villains. <laughs> so right. <laughs> I have talked to a number uh, of travel planners and most people say, I love Disney so much. I always want to talk about it anyway. And so to be able to talk about it and help people is like, you know, a bonus. So that's very exciting. I, I wish you I wish you luck and I hope that if anybody is listening to this episode and is looking for a travel planner that they will reach out to you. We'll definitely have all of your information in the show notes. But now let's get to talking about the trip that you're about to go on. So tell us where you're going and your dates and how you decided on those dates. We are going to Disneyland and we are going October 16th through the 19th. The original dates were the 16th through the 18th. So we decided to go. I love Halloween time in the parks. If you've never been, I suggest you plan on it. Anyone who's listening. Uh, and so initially this was just kind of like a business trip. I would say um, I was going. To um, go I to should the park. know that Jessica was using air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, because I needed content. You know, if you have a social media page, you know that you need content. I have used years worth of content just in three months. So it's time for more content. Halloween content is exciting. It's so cute. There's so many different things going on in the parks, but you can also get a typical park experience during those days. So it's the perfect time to go. So many fun snacks and goodies. So we decided to go in October. Our last trip was June. So I try to give at least a five to six months period between trips. Um, this was sort of last minute, like I said, content trip. Initially very quick, um, 16 through 18. And just the other night, I was just kind of panicking about that. Like, this isn't long enough. I need more time. So I completely changed my hotel. I went in and um, actually got a different hotel and expanded our trip by a day. So yeah, uh, I we think will... we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, just if one you more. Haven't, just yeah. one more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I didn't want to be stuck while I was there trying to put that together. The park reservations are the main element of that. Back before park reservations, you could kind of play around and say, oh, one more day. But now you need to really execute ahead of time. So that's, that's the idea there. So, yeah, we're just really going to have a nice Halloween trip. This trip in particular is just myself 
and my nine-year-old daughter. So we will be going to the parks with just the two of us. It won't be our first time. We do this a couple times a year. Okay, I have a couple follow-up questions. Uh, number one is, is your nine-year-old daughter your, your only child or do you have any others? So I have a stepdaughter. She is 19 years old and she okay. has already flown the coop. She has roommates. She lives down the street, but um, <laughs> she went on our first two uh, family Disney trips. Her and my husband aren't quite as into it. So um, okay. she's been there two times and I think that was enough for her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Next follow-up question. Your trip in June, was it to Disneyland or was it to Disney World? The June trip was also Disneyland. Uh, we like to pair our Disney trips with beach vacations and we love Newport Beach. And the great thing that I always tell people about Disneyland and Florida, of course, full of beaches. It's a little bit more tra travel time if you're going to a beach from the Disney World area. For us, you know, Newport Beach is 20 minutes away. You also have Huntington Beach, which is 20 minutes away. So we can literally, we go to John Wayne Airport, which is right in between all of it. And then we uh -huh. usually go to the beach first, um, spend two or three days if we can stand it, if I can stand it, at the beach. And then uh -huh. we go to Disneyland for the rest. So we just did that in June. Um, and so this trip will just be 100% Disneyland. Okay. All right. So your, your nine-year-old daughter, how many times would you say that she's been on a Disney vacation? I think this will be number nine for her. Oh, wow. Nine years yeah. old, ninth trip. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so she is a Disney veteran. <laughs> she is. Um, and we did have some catching up to do because I went to Disney World almost every year as a child growing up. My mom has parents in Florida. So we would go from Colorado to Florida every year in April. My mother's birthday and my siblings who are twins all share an April birthday. So what better way to celebrate three birthdays? We would go to Disney World every year. So when I was about 18 was my last Walt Disney World vacation. And so my young adulthood, I was focused on other things, you know, college, work, had a young stepdaughter and a new husband. So we were, we were doing our thing and it wasn't until my nine-year-old was born that, you know, you start pulling out the toys and the Disney movies and you're like, wait a minute, I've been missing this for so many years. So we, we immediately started planning our first Disney trip. I think she was three or four and then we just went from there. So we've had a little bit of, you know, two, two in one year, three in one year here and there, but yes, this will be her ninth official trip. Very excited wow. for her. Disneyland, I know for those of us who go to Disney World a lot, can seem a little bit like a mystery, but in a lot of ways, it's very simple. Um, mm -hmm. One of the decisions you do have to make when visiting Disneyland, though, is whether you're going to stay on or off property. And I think that with Disney World, at least in my opinion, it's a much easier decision to stay on property because of what kind of value you get for being in a place where you can utilize the Disney transportation and you just get to be in the Disney bubble. And in some cases, the off-property resorts are are farther away. Um, so to me, it's an easier decision. Of course, lots of people will, will choose to stay off-property when they're in Florida uh, for a variety of reasons. I recently spoke with my friend Sarah, who her episode is already out there, and she did an off-property stay over in the Disney Springs area. So there are plenty of, of good places you can stay where it's convenient. But with Disneyland, the off 
property resorts can be extremely convenient. So I'm very curious as to where you decided to stay. Absolutely. So you're right. In Disney World, the decision is an easy one um, to stay on property, especially with the variety and the tiers of hotels. When it comes to Disneyland, there are only three on property hotels, technically. Um, the Paradise Pier, which is being reimagined to Pixar Place, looks really exciting. Uh, Disneyland Hotel and Grand California. So all three of those are amazing, I will say. We've stayed in the Paradise Pier quite a few times. Um, we actually did the concierge level a few times, and it's very exciting because you can look out of your hotel room. They have them all facing the park. And you can actually overlook Disney California Adventure and see World of Color um, at night. And you get a great view of the park, see lots of behind the scenes stuff going on below you because you kind of have an off stage and a park view. So we really love that. But I will say, um, if you're someone like me who goes several times a year, it's much more cost effective to stay in what they call the good neighbor hotels. Um, and that's hotels that Disney World vets and works with excuse me, Disneyland sets and works with. And with those hotels, you're also able to book the packages, hotel and ticket together, which always saves you money. And so I really do like the Good Neighbor Hotel. The other thing I noticed when I say, when I say in Pixar, well, I want to call it Pixar Place. We're not there yet. When I say <laughs> the Paradise Pier Hotel, you have to walk through downtown Disney to get to the security, which isn't a huge walk, especially compared to Disney Springs. Um, it's tiny. But what I loved about the Good Neighbor Hotels I just found, if you're in the set that's directly across the street, you are literally walking down the sidewalk across the street and you are at security. You're at the main entrance where the buses drop off. I would say four minutes to walk from door to security, depending on, of course, when you go in and if it's rope drop. Um, etc. But so I really like staying at the Good Neighbor Hotels because I feel like I can get in there quicker. Um, yeah. So we've done that the last couple of times. We're doing that this time. I definitely would recommend Good Neighbor Hotels in Disneyland for sure. Okay. Which Good Neighbor Hotel will you be staying at this time? So we've stayed at a variety of them. This time I am now at the Majestic Inn, I believe it's called. I've never stayed there before. It's uh, still on Harbor, but it's going to be a little bit further out. Yes, it's called the Anaheim Majestic Garden Hotel. So that's going to be within the, when you're booking, you can set your um, parameters for how far away you want to be. I'm a half mile out, which is way further than I usually want to be, but they do have a free shuttle. So I'll be probably taking advantage of that where I can run like I normally would. Um, <laughs> but uh, in the past, we stayed at the Fairfield uh, which is right across the street. You can see mm -hmm. the Matterhorn. You can see the fireworks. We've also stayed at the Camelot Inn and Suites, which is one step closer. And I really like those because there's some, con I call them convenience stores. They're like hotel lobby stores. They have like wine and beer and water and snacks for the kiddos. So if you're coming in at night, you can swoop by and grab what you need and then go to your hotel. Really find that convenient. Um, so Harbor is really great. They have a Panera, they have McDonald's there. So if you were looking to save money and eat outside the parks at any point during your stay, that's a great option. And some of these uh, good neighbor hotels do have more variety in terms, well, I shouldn't say more variety because Disney has plenty of variety of rooms, but um, it does have variety of 
the, the size of your accommodation. So if you have a larger family, I think it's possible to find spaces in the good neighbor that can accommodate. Absolutely. Uh, I would say, certainly, of course, you can get, you know, a Disneyland suite, a Grand Californian suite. But that's, that's <laughs> yes. Quite a, a price tag. Hashtag um, dreams. <laughs> right, exactly. That's, yeah, that's my bucket list. Um, but when you're at these good neighbor hotels, they definitely set them up. Um, a good number of them will have kitchenettes, sleeper sofas, and just a lot of room for spreading out. So They're expecting you to show up with either your family and several kiddos or two families or a big group. There's mm-hmm. all sorts of setups that you can put together depending on which hotel you choose. All are very clean, like I said, vetted by Disney. Haven't had any issues at any one of them. And it was really cool from the camel out last time. We just stepped out of our room and we watched the fireworks at night because my daughter's still young-ish. So we don't like to keep her out all night. And because I'm on mountain time, if the fireworks are going off at 9.30, it's 10.30 at home for us. So yeah. we get back to the hotel, get ready for bed, and then we just walk out the door, watch the fireworks, and then go back in, and we're done. So I really do. I love the across-the-street element for sure. So for this trip, what kind of tickets did you end up getting? How many park days? I assume you'll get park hoppers because Disneyland makes that so easy. Exactly. Um, the other great thing about Disneyland is you can buy the Genie Plus ahead of time. Um, so, of course, yes, we're, we're doing parks every day we're there. I don't usually do travel days as park days, but because this was originally set up as like a crammed in, get there, do what we need to do and go, we are actually going to the park first thing when we get there on Monday, um, the 16th. So we'll fly in, which is only about a two-hour flight for us. Um, the airport, like I said, is 15, 20 minute ride. So we'll be in the parks nice and early still. Which airport are you flying into? John Wayne, John Wayne okay. airport in Orange County. That is what I recommend to everyone. It is so close to the park and you know, their Lyft and Uber is very convenient. They have tons of them everywhere. And unless traffic's bad, which it's California, it can be bad. Um, you're still only looking at maximum 30 minutes travel time, which is great. And most people are doing exactly what we're doing. They're going from the airport to Disneyland. So they just kind of do a loop back and forth. So yes, we'll be doing uh, four park days, park hopper, of course, um, and then Genie Plus. Kind of need to do that in these busy months, especially October. It is fall break for most of the West Coast here. So, Have you had the opportunity to use Genie Plus at Disney World and kind of compare what that's like between the the two coasts? Because it's different, oddly enough. It is different. And since the newer updates, I have not used it in Disney World. Now I will be able to use it. I have a trip in February. So this will be my first go with the new system. I've used like FastPass and all that in both Mm -hmm. on both coasts, but not Genie Plus. So it is different. I'm researching already, talking to people because in Disneyland, you don't have the ability to stack the way that you do in Disney World. It's one reservation at a time. But my understanding from other people that I've talked to who have been is that the availability of getting return times that are fairly close to when you're looking to book something is so much easier. So it's like almost like you don't even really need to stack. It's just kind of like, oh, that's available. Let's go do it now. It is. It can be. Now I have been there uh, last September with my first in Disneyland um, where I wasn't prepared for the level of crowds. 
Um, uh-huh. And my husband was with. So when my husband's with, we don't get to rope drop. We learned by day three, we're rope <laughs> dropping. See you there. Yes, that's that's me too. I'm like, see ya. I yeah. wouldn't want to be yet. <laughs> exactly. I have to get things done. I'll see you when you wake up. Um, uh-huh. But uh, we were really unprepared. And when the crowds are heavy, it is amazing. You go to open up your Genie Plus and it could be that something's not available till you, it might be 10 in the morning and you know, you can't get on something till two, three in the afternoon, which mm-hmm. then if you book that, you then can't book anything else in that window. So this, I really had to hurry and think on my feet and get my strategy going at that point. We were still fine. We figured it out. Um, but if you're somebody who's not willing to stay, stand in those long lines, um, you really need to be in there right at rope drop and you really need to plan <laughs> accordingly. Now, yeah like small world, they'll have um, Genie Plus throughout the day. You don't really need that. I mean, that's generally a walk on, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard they're adding Little Mermaid to Genie Plus as well, which is in Disney California Adventure. Same thing there. Like, okay, I've seen it with like a 35 minute wait, but nothing higher than that. So yeah, I don't really know that we need Genie Plus for that one, but that's okay. Yeah. But they have the two hour <laughs> rule there, right? So even if you have to get something that's a little farther out, at least you can wait two hours and book the next thing. Yes, yes, that's true. That's true. So things like Indiana Jones and um, Avengers, I always I always forget. It's it's the West Coast Tower of Terror, the Avengers drop Yeah, ride. I can't remember yeah. what it's called. <laughs> it's got a complicated name with it, so I, I can never quite put my finger on that one. But um, I know my daughter loves to ride that one, so I need to play. Oh, I think it's, I think, is it uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout? There you go. There you go. Yes. It's in Avengers Campus. So I'm always like, Avengers. Uh, Yes. Yes. Yeah. I haven't been back to Disneyland since they finished Avengers Campus. I rode the Mission Breakout, but they still had like the Bugs Life land there when I was there last. So looking forward to seeing that eventually. It's amazing because even though I'm not an Avengers fan or a Star Wars fan, those parts of the parks are so well done and they're so new because as a lot of people know who've been to both parks, Disneyland is the original, it's old, and it can be very small. And the walkways can be narrow. And I feel like this shows when you're getting older, when it gets dark, I'm like, it's so dark. It's so dim (laughs) everywhere. Where's the lighting? So when you're in those newer parts of the parks, you can really tell the difference. The walkways are much wider. It's much more like Disney World. Um, mm-hmm. Walkways are much wider. Um, everything's newer. Restrooms are newer <laughs> and up to date, <laughs> things like that. So, um, it, you know, I really, I really like those parts of the parks for that reason. All right. Well, let's take a little walk through your your vacation. So you said Monday you're flying into John Wayne and heading straight over to uh, Disneyland, what is going to be your first stop? So generally, of course, we'll have to stop, pit stop the hotel, get my bearings, figure out how, if it's walkable or not, because I don't know, this will be a new thing for me. I think it will be. Um, We will get our park stuff, head over. We will, of course, uh, park reservations are all set up for Disneyland first, except our last day. My daughter wants to try to get on cars in the cars ride. So we will mm-hmm. have to we will have to rope drop Disney California Adventure for that. So Monday we'll go into Disneyland. Generally, I think because we'll have missed rope drop and it'll still be a Monday on the first week of a lot of people's break, we will just let the parks dictate what happens first. 
I will, of course, be opening up my Genie Plus immediately and, you know, punching in what's available. Um, but I think for this trip, it'll be a little bit different than normal. Our priorities are a little bit different. We'll be taking pictures, probably try to um, get some photos with the castle. Um, Blinky the pumpkin, Blinky's one side, the regular pumpkin's the other side. Um, generally, we will not stop and do those photo passes. But when you buy G uh, Genie Plus in Disneyland, that is all included. It is not the separate package. So we will be trying to hit all those photographers on this trip. Um, there's so many snacks. I think we'll have to hit the confectionery on Main Street, take some cute pictures of that, and then just kind of try to relax while getting, you know, plenty of B-roll footage and pictures and cute stuff. So, um, but let's say Tuesday, it's a rope drop day. We always try to hit Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan. We're still fans of those things. A lot of people don't do those things, especially if you have older kids or you're um, not into fantasy land as much, but those are our first two we always try to hit because there is no Genie Plus and throughout the day, those lines just get longer. Oh, there's no Genie Plus for Peter Pan? No, no Genie oh. Plus for Peter Pan. So it is either you hit it first thing in the morning, and there are those out there, um, Disneyland specialists, who say, no, don't rope drop Peter Pan. Wait till those little kids cycle through and then hit it during, like, first parade or nap time and stuff like that. I've really found that it doesn't matter. It's a solid 45-minute wait throughout the day. So if you hit it first thing, great. Otherwise, you're just not getting on it. And we just went last time. We waited in the 45-minute line on our last day, get right up to the third people out, and it broke down. So oh, no. I don't think I'll do that again. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we don't do that. All that said, 45 minutes for Peter Pan does not sound that bad compared to Disney World, where it can sometimes be an hour, 90 minutes. It's it's crazy town for a ride that's what, like two minutes? <laughs> I don't yeah, know how long it exactly is. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and the queue in Disney World is so much more beautiful and interactive. Um, Disneyland is just your standard, you know, you're outdoors through the ropes most of the time. There's one fun feature. If you download the Disney Play app, you can, mm -hmm. you have to literally download it and get through um, a couple pre-game stuff, but you can activate Tinkerbell. She's in her little lantern inside the line. And a lot of people just see it and they tap on the glass and they look for a button and it doesn't do anything. You have to download the app and you can activate Tinkerbell and she'll light up. And so we love to do that when we're in line for that. We'll just kind of randomly cue her up. And then people are, oh, how did that happen? How did that happen? So it's just fun watching everybody kind of get excited and not know how it happened. <laughs> people are catching on now, but in the beginning, it was fun. <laughs> are you are you the type of person that will share that information once you are, you know, have, have revealed the, the surprise of her doing something? I would say that I'm the kind of person that will talk to anyone and everyone in the line. Uh -huh. But over the years, I've realized like people don't really want to talk to you. You know, there's either those people who are real chatty and want to talk while they're in line. And uh -huh. there's people who look at you like, why are you talking to me? So uh -huh. I've toned it down, toned it down over the years. <laughs> but if I see, you know, a nice family who looks friendly enough, I'll say, hey, you know, you can do this, you know. And uh -huh. So I've shared it with a few people, but definitely learned my lesson over the last few years. I really embarrassed myself. Normally my, my mantra would be don't dim your light, Jessica, like shine as brightly as you want to. <laughs> but I agree. Sometimes people are like, 
you know, I just don't feel like talking. Like I've been talking to my family this entire vacation and I just want to be quiet in line. So I get it. I do get it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you know, you see parents in line with their kids. Kids are sometimes mm-hmm. not so happy, not so perky in line, meltdowns, hungry, nap time. Sometimes you just leave those people alone. Like don't approach, you know. <laughs> right. Right. You you have to have your your little uh I don't even know what to call it, like peopleometer on where you're kind of like yeah. <laughs> really assessing the situation and whether somebody seems like a person that would like to talk or not. I know. Not everybody's thrilled. Um, what are the other priorities for Tuesday? Ooh, Tuesday is exciting, actually. So we have a reservation for Goofy's Kitchen, but it has a Halloween overlay right now. So we will be going to Goofy's Kitchen at 7.40 a.m., um, oh, wow. on Tuesday. Yes. And now that I've changed my hotel, the logistics have become infinitely more difficult. So I will need to figure out um, timing really well. So we will be getting there early, probably. We'll get there um, 7.40. And that's perfect because um, I love visiting the Disneyland Hotel, of course. So Goofy's Kitchen is there. We'll be running to Goofy's Kitchen. Usually they tell you for character breakfast, 90 minutes to plan. You don't have to stay 90 minutes. That's if you want to see all the characters. Um, we have not been to Goofy's Kitchen, so this will be our first trip there. Um, generally, I like to pick the Grand Californian has a restaurant with a character breakfast in there. And then we do the one that's in the park, the Plaza Inn, because that's in the park. So this will be our first time at Goofy's Kitchen. We will be experiencing that. And then I'm going to, generally, it only takes us about 30 to 45 minutes to sit down, we eat what we need to eat, and then we go. So I'm still planning on being in there early enough. We're going to hit the Fantasyland area, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan if we can. My daughter is a diehard Mr. Toad fan. Um, She gets that from me. So we still have Mr. Toad in Disneyland. Um, So we always hit that. We try to hit all those kid rides. We love Matterhorn another Disneyland, you know, favorite that we have here exclusively, um, Big Thunder Mountain. So we'll, it's so much easier, honestly, in Disneyland, everything is so close together. You can hit, you know, eight or nine rides in the first two hours if you plan things right. So, and we definitely have before, if we keep count. What time does Disneyland open that day? Do you know? It varies, but 8 a.m. is generally rope drop. Okay, so because of the breakfast, you won't be there exactly at Rope Drop, but close. Well, yeah, okay. close enough. So I think we'll be able to make it in. Honestly, when what I've noticed is by 9, 30, 10 is when you're really starting to see people coming in. There's a lot of people who do take advantage of Rope Drop. There are, if you stay on property at the Disneyland Resort, which are those three hotels, you mm-hmm. do get like a 30-minute early entry. Um that's not overwhelming like it can be in Disney World because you have so many other hotels. They've also changed things to where only one park or the other is available for early entry. So it used to be oh. either either park. Yes. So that's a newer development that actually helps some of us who are not staying on property. But for someone planning to stay on property, you will need to be aware of which part you can do early entry for that day because they've actually made it where you can't just do both. So Okay. All right. If you're 
at the park where it's not early entry day, great. If you are, now everyone's going to be funneled into one park. So it can, I'll be interested to see how much that impacts our plans. And, and you do have the time zone advantage. So getting up early is not going to be nearly as hard for somebody who's coming, you know, flying east to get to, excuse me, flying west to get to Disneyland. So that will, that will help you on those early days. All right. What else on Tuesday? Anything else special planned? Um, you know, our rope drop will be, or excuse me, not rope drop, park hopper becomes available at 11 a.m. So generally we will get everything that we can done um, in Disneyland. We will, of course, be visiting Haunted Mansion overlay. We do have that in Disneyland, um, mm-hmm. Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. So we will be planning that. But if I can't make it happen Tuesday, um, we'll probably go Wednesday. I, I try not to use a lightning lane on that, but I do get nervous. So you have this crowd of people because you need to go past Haunted Mansion if you're going to Galaxy's Edge. Um, and so you see all these people going that direction. There's no Splash Mountain right now, which is in that same vicinity, still under construction here as well. So really, you know, they're either going to the Haunted Mansion or Galaxy's Edge. Now, on a normal time when it's not the overlay, you can assume most of them are going to Galaxy's Edge. We've right. literally gone Haunted Mansion on rope drop and done it like three times in a row where we were actually like one of five people in the stretch room, which is super cool to be actually in there with not a huge crowd of people. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, we'll have to really plan that one strategically, but it's really cool if you can get in there without your lightning lane or your your genie plus, excuse me, and then ride it the first time and then go ahead and book your genie plus and do it twice. So yeah, we'll have to do that. We saw it. Oh gosh. I want to say last year we saw it for September and then Mm -hmm. we came back in January and they had decided to leave it up. So we saw it twice last year. So, I mean, we've really, really ridden it a ton of times with the overlay. We've actually ridden it less without the overlay at this point. So, <laughs> you know, we don't need to go on it a hundred times, but we'll definitely be making that one of our first stops. Yeah, I, I would love to see the overlay. I hear such amazing things about it. Um, but I do love Haunted Mansion, you know, just, just the way it is. I, I love you just the way you are, Bridget Jones. Um, <laughs> um, exactly. But a uh, side story about the not being very crowded in the, in the stretching room. Uh, it was a couple of years ago. It might have been 2021. Um, we had gone and done our normal yeah, it must have been 2021 because it was, I think, our first big February trip after the pandemic had started. And so we were staying in, you know, we have DBC. So we're staying in in some resort that got us late night hours. And two things. First of all, we had gone and taken a break and we're coming back to the park. And when we were coming back and riding the ferry across, um, because I think we had rented a car that trip, uh, we were riding the ferry across to go back to the Magic Kingdom. And we were the only people on the ferry boat, literally the entire ferry boat. It was our family of three and the people who worked on the boat. And so I was singing full voice. We were just (laughs) having the best time. And then this ferry boat 
is coming away from the Magic Kingdom full of people and we're just waving and we're like, this is this is our boat. We live here now. Everyone else can enjoy our boat. But then later that night at the very, very end of the night, we had ridden, um, I think we had ridden, uh, what was it? Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And we had just enough time to do like one more ride. And Alex and I really wanted to do Haunted Mansion one more time. My husband is a big Peter Pan fan. That's It reminds him of childhood. That's always what he wants to do. We always have to reserve some kind of lightning lane or something for that. Um, and so he really wanted to do Peter Pan instead. And so we split off and we were literally running because it was like the, the late night hours were ending in three minutes or something. So we took off running. And he stopped at Peter Pan. We went to Haunted Mansion and Alex and I went in and we were literally the only two in the stretching room. In fact, there was the one cast member in there with us and we were trying to take selfies. And she was like, do you want me to take your picture? And I was like, yes. How often do you get a picture in the stretching room where it's just two people? It was, it was so cool. It was really cool. So it's amazing when you get those experiences, they're few and far between, but they really are exciting. Yeah. And then you go the next time and it's, you're like, you know, oh, yeah. I always, again, a sign of getting older. Every time I'm on the haunted mansion, I'm like, again, like it's so dark. <laughs> We're so <laughs> crowded here with so many people. And uh, in Disneyland, they kind of just, well, in both, they funnel you out and there's no rhyme or reason to where you're going or how you're getting there. People are just going. And mm-hmm. it's again, really dark. I don't know how so many people, it's just, how it's not dominoes every time people just tripping right. and falling it's, right. it's always baffles me and post COVID for sure it now it's okay because I've you know it's been a couple of years and yeah. I've been on it several times but I remember the first time I'm like oh this is counterintuitive to what we've been doing the last mm-hmm. couple of years with just like the next person's face inches yeah. away from yours and yeah definitely different um Haunted Mansion makes you realize how, how many people are actually in the park sometimes yeah, and I think that when you are a Disney veteran, you definitely are aware of kind of like where to stand for certain things. And oh, yeah. that is one where the minute we get in the stretching room, I am positioning myself where I know the door will open so that I can avoid the crowd because it's the way that it funnels is it's so weird. It like you just they don't give you very much space to get in line for your doom buggy. And so it can be a little overwhelming if you're not uh, a fan of being that close to people in line. Um, So I just do my best to get ahead of it. I agree. You can always tell who knows what's going on. You see people move around and go for that. Uh, Yep. Go for the, where the door. And I can't recall. um, I know in Disneyland and I don't think in Disney world it is. It's an actual elevator. So in Disneyland, yes. those stretching is because you're going down. Right. And it's so funny how many people don't realize that. But mm-hmm. once you know, you just know. And you feel it kind of vibrating as you're going down. And um, I've heard people tell other people, like, this is an elevator. And oh, what? You know, it's mm-hmm. so funny once you kind of know the little secrets about that. Yeah. In Disney World, it it is stretching. <laughs> It's going, yeah, it's moving it's upwards. Stretching. You're, you're not moving. <laughs> yeah. The room is moving. <laughs> I remember being a Disney World kid and then going to Disneyland and realizing that and just mind blown. So big difference. So 11 a.m. you can hop to California Adventure. What is going to be a priority over in California Adventure? Well, 
you know, I'm one of those people, and this is horrible. I could leave California Adventure where it is. The reason we always park hop is, well, one, for many years, you could not buy alcohol in Disneyland. Now they're starting to allow it bit by bit. There are, you know, alcoholic beverages, but I believe it's just sit down meals. So let's say you've been in Disney since rope drop. It's about lunchtime and you're having that Disney like ooh, overwhelmed feeling of being there. You can park hop to California Adventure and almost every quick service location, you can purchase a beer or an adult beverage. So a lot of times, especially when my husband's with us, because he is not 100% Disney fan or not even 25% Disney fan, <laughs> we take him over there and he gets his lunchtime, you know, he gets to relax. He'll have, you know, they have better food in California Adventure generally is the opinion. So we'll go get him a nice lunch and maybe a beer he's happy we do of course love um like i said we love mission breakout so my daughter mm -hmm. will need to do that i can't hardly handle it especially the older i get my stomach can't do the pancake flips anymore but i'll do it in good good spirit we did just do the Incredicoaster with her for the first time um, mm -hmm. i really do compare that to like rock and roller coaster in uh, Disney World. So we just did Incredicoaster. It's not a must do, but we have Pixar Pier in California Adventure, which is really beautiful. Um, there's the Ferris wheel. Um, and then my mind is blank right now. Um, the Toy Story where you actually shoot at things. Oh, uh, Midway, not Midway Mania, Toy Story Mania. Yes, there you go. <laughs> yes, that's what Midway I Mania. <laughs> Mania, Mania, yes. My mind likes to drop like, well, we love that one. So um, we can actually, the great thing is you like all Disney parks, I can set my genie plus up before we even park hop. So if I see something good over there, you can park hop over there and take advantage of that. I love the proximity. Disneyland is tiny. Um, so you can be in the middle of Disneyland, set your genie plus up and be all the way in California adventure through the other gate in 20 minutes. I mean, yeah. because the Esplanade is what they call it separates the two entrances. So it's not a matter of getting on a monorail, taking a bus, um, mm -hmm. taking um, any sort of transportation. You're just walking across the way, um, scanning in, and then you can be on your way. So the proximity can be your friend when you're trying to do a lot of things in the size of the Disneyland park. Any other dining reservations for Tuesday? No, we when it's just my daughter and I, um, usually our priority is just doing as many rides or experiences as we can. So I generally won't make dinner reservations when it's her and I. Uh, my husband's the more structured one. We need to know what meals we're going to be having. Mm -hmm. um, so also, I planned this trip under the 60-day mark. So any reservations I was going to get are very few and far between. Um, also, a more difficult um, matter in Disneyland to get dining reservations because we just don't have the variety that is in Disney World. Mm -hmm. um, much more difficult. So I was able to score a Wednesday dining reservation for the Plaza Inn, um, which is a breakfast with Minnie and friends that is inside Disneyland Park. Um, so we will be able to go over there. Um, that reservation is after our rope drop. So I think it's at 9 a.m. So we'll okay. be able to get in a couple of rides. Generally, you want to show up to those about 15 or 20 minutes in advance. They'll check you in. You get in line, you take your photo with Minnie Mouse, and then you head in. So, um, and then it's buffet style. So you take as long 
or as you know short of a time as you want to. Um, and they have characters like Pooh, Winnie the Pooh. We have Chip and Dale. We actually saw Max from Goofy Movie last time, which my daughter was thrilled with. Um, and then you see Daisy Duck, Minnie Mouse, of course, and then the two girl mice from Cinderella. So the purple and the green. And I did just look up their names, but you know, again, I'm not going to remember because I just found out. Um, but you you can see them, and they're super cute. I really do yeah. like seeing them. Yeah. Oh, cute. Okay. Um, for Wednesday, are you park hopping as well that day? Yes. So when you similar, I believe to Disney World, if you want to park hop one day, you have have to do it every day. So and same with Genie Plus, unless you risk buying it the day of, which then the price can vary. So we will be doing park hopping every day. Um, I always start in Disneyland. I just feel like there's more for me, more priorities lie in Disneyland. And then we'll park hop over California Adventure. Now, like I said, Thursday morning, we will park hop California Adventure. We'll try to get on um, the Cars ride, which is really fun, um, Radiator Springs. And um, we'll do that. You know, other than that, my daughter's a little bit older than most of the rides in Cars Land. They're generally like a teacup ride or, you know, spinny ride. Um, yeah. But, you know, back to Wednesday, we will need to make, we will need to carve out time for Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway in Toontown. Um, that one's going to still be on a Lightning Lane separate purchase. We did just here for next month. It'll be on regular Genie Plus, which will be so awesome. Um, but every time we've been, we have paid to do it. So, okay. So you will plan to pay to do it this time. You know, I feel like it's worth, worth it because again, like so many of those other rides, you wait in that 45 minute to an hour line. That's one of the ones there's so much technology, so many screens going on the chances of it having a technical issue or breaking down while you're in line. Pretty great. We've, we've been in line for that one a ton and had it shut down. So while the queue is awesome and super cute, um, I don't need to be there <laughs> if it's going to break down. But. Yeah. And the nice thing is if you have that lightning lane booked and something does happen, you know, you'll get to get on it later because they, they make you whole again, basically. They do. And I love that. You know, anytime you're, we've had Genie Plus, that's kind of when it's later in the day and I'm doing Genie Plus for like Autopia or something like that. I'm like, okay go down, go down, go down, because then I'll get to leave that line and take my Genie Plus to wherever I want, and you know, uh -huh. whether it's booked or not. So yeah. I do kind of love that later in the day. I'm like, okay, if you want to go down now, please do, because I'll uh -huh. take it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else to report for Wednesday? Not really. Um, like I said, the main point is just to get photos um, and try all the snacks. Um, we always have the gray stuff mm -hmm. at the red rose tavern which is where our gray stuff can be found in disneyland um so this halloween it's the grave stuff oh, so we will be okay. searching for that getting a little gray stuff it has a little tombstone in it other than that everything's the same so i think that's going to be our number one snack we're searching down because my daughter loves the gray stuff it's a little sweet for me but she loves it so we're gonna find it we're gonna try it um, but I think Wednesday is just going to be about, you know, content, snacks. We've done it all in Disneyland. So once, once you kind of are a repeat or a regular at Disneyland, 
it's nice because then you don't have that stress of like, we have to get this stuff done. You just enjoy it. I'm one of those people who will sit on main street for like two hours and look at people and go through all the stores. So I think I heard we find we have some Christmas merch too. So I'm going to be going through Halloween merch and Christmas merch. So that's going to be a lot to look at. Need to do that on Wednesday, probably. (laughs) Fun. Okay. So Thursday is your departure day. What time is your flight for your departure? So our departure is about 7.30, so I don't need to be at the airport till 5.30. Now, it kills me. It really pains me to get to John Wayne Airport two hours in advance because it's a tiny airport. Security is very fast, so I really hate to chance it when I'm out of town alone with my kids, so I'll probably do it, but I bet you I could. I bet you I could get there an hour in advance and be just fine, Um, but we will be in the parks till roughly 4.30. I'll probably just have our lift come pick us up and we will head out. I might even use the lockers that are in the Disneyland Esplanade. You actually can get a large locker that will fit suitcases from what I've heard. So I'm going to scope those out. Yeah, I'll be scoping those out the day before, seeing how big they actually are. Um, And if I can get away with it, I will bring the suitcases there and we will leave directly from Disneyland. If not, we'll have to leave more like 4 p.m. and head back to the hotel um, to leave from there. All right. Any other last minute things to report about this trip? I don't think so. I think I think it's going to be really exciting to be back for the Halloween season. I am just really excited to see everything again. This will be our second trip during Halloween. So we're just going to take it all in because after this, I think I will be focusing more on other seasons. We typically will visit in January or February, you know, the off seasons. So I think we'll go back to that um, plan, try to hit the lower crowds. So we're just really going to be soaking it in and taking pictures and having a good time. That's the goal. All right. A little bit of mother-daughter time. Fantastic. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, we will look forward to hearing how all of this goes in your post-trip report. And I wish you safe travels and a magical trip. Thank you so much. It was so much fun. Thank you. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you again to Jessica for joining us and sharing all of her plans. I hope you will all scoot right on over to her post-trip episode now. We'll see you there. And in the meantime, keep daydreaming about where you long to be.